0: Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance, to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. Welcome to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. We've put you in charge. It's your questions, their answers. Billy Slater. Uh, the next one, obviously, would be a club legend at South Sydney, and that'd be Bob McCarthy. He's worse than me. He is a dickhead in the box, mate, honestly. The King Wally Lewis. The play against him each time was like playing against the Australian side. Dave Taylor. Uh, mate, that's a hard question. Oh, probably as a kid growing up, Chief Harrigan. I remember I met a bloke called Vince Corralius. His father spoke of and terrorised Australia powering in the late 50s. Darren Lockyer, when he was a full His longevity is unbelievable. Yeah, it was special. Um, I'm going to have to say Billy Slater. To me, means the fabric of what Queensland's about. I see
1: those two as two of the greatest coaches
0: 325 games for four clubs, a wonderful career, and emotional farewell. Josh Morris, has retirement actually sunk in yet, mate?
1: Oh, really, mate? Um, I got home from um, the sunny coast uh, four days after we finished and launched the beer that week. So probably haven't had a day off yet. Um, so, no, it hasn't really sunk in. But I guess when the boys go back to pre-season and uh, I'm not there, I guess... And It'll uh, finally sink in. Okay, we've
0: got questions from your fans. Let's go from Trevor at Ulladulla. How's the last few weeks been since your last game? Any emotion changes?
1: Um, Probably more relaxed. Um, yeah, I guess knowing that I don't have to go back to a, uh, a pre-season, um, knowing that I can uh, have a few beers whenever I want, uh, can eat a, a, ba- a bag of chocolates and not have any uh, <laughs> any regret about it. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say I'd be yeah, pretty relaxed with where I am right now.
0: I'll just follow that up. You're a calculated, you're a clever young bloke, and I've got no doubt you put a heap of thought into your decision. The timing, why do you reckon it was right?
1: Uh, oh, my body was telling me. Was it? Um, yeah, some days it, after I finished training I could barely walk and. Um, Yeah, I was just getting little niggles, and they were just adding up and adding up and adding up, and I finally got a decent injury with the hammy strain, and that was the first one I'd ever had. And um, yeah, I I guess yeah, your body tells you when you you're ready to go. You want to be playing at a level that you think's acceptable, and if I kept on playing, I I wouldn't have been able to do that. So um, the time was right.
0: This is the best question of this podcast and I reckon uh, this young lady deserves to be in journalism somewhere from Tracy D on Insta. Was there a deal, spoken or not, that you and Brett would finish together or was it just the way it played out? <laughs>
1: uh, no, it's just the way it played out. Um, uh, obviously, we'd spoken about um, you know, when we first started, we, we wanted to play the Playing the same team for, for our whole journey, and it just didn't work out that way. And you know, we we often spoke about how cool would it be if we ended up finishing in the same team together. Although Brett was injured, we still managed to you know finish mm. uh, in the same team together. And um, but it, yeah, it certainly wasn't um, it wasn't a deal or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> what
0: a season when when you look back in years to come from Brett to Boyd, to Jake, to Luke, to Lindsay. I mean, never seen anything like it. And they were all Tier 1 footballers.
1: Mate, yeah, it was bizarre. Um, Yeah, probably the last 18 months, yeah, some of the injury tolls that we've seen on sides. But, yeah, in particular, the Roosters, um, it just shows you how good a coach Robbo is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, even towards the back end, there we were doing the post sessions and we didn't have enough numbers to fill two sides. You know, and we were having um assistant coaches coming in and, and jumping in the back line, or um, Craig Fitzgibbon had his kids there. We even had one of his kids running around on the wing in the op- opposition <laughs> side. So, um, but yeah, everyone that came up and, and played did their job. And mm. um, I, I even said it in my uh, retirement speech, you know, I'd hate to be. Um, here for the pre-season next year because there's kids there that you know obviously think they're first-graders now and there's blokes to come back in the side who are established first-graders yeah. and want their spot back. So, mate, they're going to be going hell for leather this pre-season. Um, and I'm definitely going to pop in and watch a couple of sessions and, and watch them go about their work because it's going to be pretty cool to watch.
0: Next question should be from 60 Minutes. This is from Rooster Jeff. He asks, point blank... Dragons, Bulldogs, Sharks, Roosters are the final four sides. Who are you cheering loudest from the grandstand?
1: <laughs> oh, wow. You yeah, know, that's a tough one. Um, obviously, great clubs. All of them, I enjoyed my time at every single one of those clubs. Um, you know, probably I'd have to either say um, Bulldogs or Roosters. You know, I had some really great memories there. At uh, the Doggies, I spent two-thirds of my footballing career there. Yeah, um, yeah I had some wonderful times there. And then um, although we had a lot of adversity at the Roosters, we played some really good football, and that was um, something that I was proud of and being able to play you know, some of the best footy at the back end of my career as well. Um, so, yeah, I can't really – I can't pick one.
0: Wood Duck on the Gold Coast. Highlights. What puts a smile on your face when thinking footy?
1: Um, I just, I guess, seeing young fellas come through and succeed, um, and knowing that you've had played a role in in some way, shape, or form on how they've gone, um, get a massive kick out of that as you get older. Um, what you know, if someone gets dacked, their butt comes out, or something like that? That, that always makes me laugh. I've still got a bit of kid in me so um, it's happened to me plenty of times as well so yeah it, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself when you're out there playing football I guess it shows your human side as well and the fans really like seeing that kind of stuff as well.
0: Interesting because going back a year we did a legend series interview together you said you really enjoyed the senior players role the mentoring of the young fellas on and off the field that a highlight?
1: Yeah I think so I think Yeah, whilst it was good to, um, it was just as important to mentor uh, young kids and and see them fulfil their potential. And um, as I said, you get a a real kick out of that. Um, Yeah, that's something that both myself and Brett have enjoyed the past four or five years. And um, you've seen with Brett him uh, furthering that by going on to be assistant at the Roosters.
0: Coaching any appeal to you, or leave you right out?
1: No, it's definitely got the appeal. As I said, I, I really enjoyed that mentoring role. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably ready to have a little bit of a break from footy, yep. um, you know, get the body right, spend some time from, uh, away from footy, but also try and get this beer up and uh, up and running. Um, you know, if you uh, want something to be successful, you've got to put a lot of hours into it and work hard. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Um you know, I certainly feel like I've got a lot to offer in football um, you know, from a coaching aspect or a mentoring aspect, and that's something that you know, I hope to further progress along the line.
0: This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. Now this one, mate. Is from, it's obviously not his name, and he's obviously a tragic, but this is a beauty. Big Gay Al in the purple glittery hat asks, 2009, top try score at the Bulldogs, origin and kangaroo debut. Is that the year? Is that the year that stands out?
1: Um, Yeah, it's one of them. Um, You know, I went over to the Bulldogs. um, They gave me the opportunity to play centre there. At the, at the Dragons at the time, I, they saw me more as a winger. So it was probably about me going over to to there and proving myself and knowing that I was a centre. And, um, yeah, I was able to get the Dalian Centre of the Year that year, um, Played for New South Wales in Australia. So, mm. yeah, that was right up there. 2012 was a, another fantastic yep. year. Um, you know, we made the grand final that year. And, and then, yeah, probably um, back end, uh, you know, the Sharks had a really good Really good year there. And and then, you know, the last two years at at the Roosters, uh, I feel like, you know, they were probably some really memorable years for me.
0: Mate, are you a footy head? Some guys retire and they watch every game and keep up on all the news. Some guys almost completely turn off. Which do you reckon you'll be? Uh,
1: I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan. You know, I do watch a fair amount of the games. Um, but yeah, I just enjoy the game. I enjoy watching it, um, you know, seeing how, how each team plays the game and and um, watching the development of players as well. Like I said, you know, and watching some of these young kids come through and uh, the uh, the skill, the size, the strength, the power yeah. of them. Um, I'm glad I'm finishing now because um, it's only <laughs> they're only going to get scarier. Um so but no, I'm definitely a fan. Um I'll always be a fan of the game. Um so yeah, I'll um yeah, you know, I'll definitely keep an eye on the footy and still enjoy watching it. I uh, just won't enjoy being sore after it, so it's good. Yeah,
0: bingo. Now this one is from a B Moz and a Hocko. Doesn't leave much to the imagination, and the boys. Retirement from footy, not retirement. What does the next chapter? look like for you mate
1: yeah it looks like uh, at the moment the beer uh, as I said trying to get that off the ground uh, they, they're calling me plugger at the moment because all I'm trying to do is plug the product <laughs> and sell it so um, you yeah, know Brett will be going into the coaching role come November so he'll uh, he'll take a backwards seat there and myself and and one of the other boys will do a, a lot of the heavy work so um, you know, probably over the next three or four months i'll I'll do that um, when the borders open up and we can go and see the wife's family up up north we'll probably head up there and enjoy a a well-deserved holiday but um yeah for, for now it's it's the beer and um, yeah hopefully uh, opportunities uh, come up in, in the footy world and uh, yeah uh, I guess it's about spending time with family now and just Relaxing, enjoying that part of uh, of being retired. We're
0: going to have to work on your promotional and your marketing skills. You have mentioned the beer twice.
1: <laughs> you haven't mentioned mate, the
0: fucking name. I've been,
1: doing, I've been doing it all day, mate. <laughs> you would have thought I would have been onto
0: it. The Cattleman's Brewing Company has been born. If you haven't
1: been watching TV if you haven't watched it now. It's called Cattleman's Lager. It's a mid, mid-strength lager from Cattleman's Brewing Co., Jump on the website, www.cattlemansbrewingco.com.au. Order yourself a case or a six-pack, shirts or hats, something that you can sit on. Uh, While you're watching the footy, you can sit on it whilst having a barbecue, playing golf, having a pun at the pub. Mate, that sounds pretty good to me.
0: The next question was hit us with the promo off the top of your head, like a radio voice radio ad. You've just given it to there us in 28 right. seconds. It's an easy job. Cattleman's Brewing Co. com. A. Hang, hang on, Eddie. Give me a second, mate. You're right.
1: Right next to me, bar
0: You're cracking there one it is, open. Yeah, oh, you're right cracking there, one you. open as we chat. I'm
1: one right now, mate.
0: Oh, I love that sound! Right Give us a description of the beer. What are we tasting
1: like, mate? We're, it's it's just a easy drinking uh, session beer. Um, there's not really one that pops out. Um, that's where we come in. Um, you know, we'd like to be number one in New South Wales and then challenge the likes of Forex and Great Northern. And yeah, as I said, you now we feel like we've got a uh, got a beer here that's. Um, that's bloody tasty, mate. It's, it's kind of a unique flavour. It kind of took 18 months to two years to come up with our recipe. We had a brewer. It was actually quite fun doing the tasting experiment stage. They'd so drop a couple of 20-litre kegs off and myself and Brett and the boys would uh, you know, get through a bit of that on a Sunday. So, um, But, yeah, we kind of narrowed it down and finally got the flavour that we want. And, um, yeah, as I said, we're all real happy with it and, um, yeah, it's, it's – very
0: easy to drink, and um, it's been enjoyable so far. If anyone wants it, you can simply go to au. All the details are there. Uh, yeah. Just to break up the Cattleman's Brewing Co. promotion, one last question from the Boyle family at Gungarland. If you had to rate the centres you've played against, who's up there in terms of speed, size, power, but more importantly, uncomfortability?
1: Oh yeah, you'd you'd have to look at Gi. Um, yeah, you know he's um, the best player. Probably will go down as one of the best centers to ever play the game. Um, yeah, Justin Hodges, Michael Jennings was a a freak. Um, yeah, there's you know there's a few, and you know, I really enjoy watching um, a bloke like Tony Stags now. Yeah. Um, I think he's a really, really handy player there. a Really dangerous threat every time he touches that ball, and um, I guess he kind of brings back that strike center. Um, yep. You know, you, you go to center. Um, you know, reminds me a little bit of myself when I when I first got to the Dogs there, and um, yeah, I really enjoy watching him play, and he's a he's a New South Welshman as well, which helps.
0: Doesn't it? Do you ever get into a stink with Justin Hodges at Origin because? Hodgie has fought with most New South Welshmen. You would have opposed him enough times. Did you ever throw hands?
1: Yeah. I was more so against uh, more so against G.I. only really played against him maybe twice. Oh, okay. Um, and, no, he wasn't really lippy, to he? So, um, yeah, I guess there was a mutual respect there.
0: Yep. <laughs> Who's the best on the lip that you've experienced? You can say it now because you're retired.
1: Oh, Finchy was good. Finchy yeah. was awesome. Um, Jimmy Maloney was was really good. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's mainly those yeah, those little halfbacks, yeah. those chirpy, those chirpier ones. Um, yeah. There's um, mate, there was plenty of practical jokers though. When I obviously first came through, um, I had blokes like Jason Riles and. Sean Timmins and those types of blokes playing pranks on me when I was a young fella. So um, it probably doesn't happen as much these days. It's probably considered bullying. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. um, that, that was all part of coming through the grade. and You knew if you're getting picked on, I guess the boys um, boys liked you yeah. at that stage. So um, yeah, there's been some good jokers along the way, and um, yeah, but yeah, I reckon probably Jimmy Maloney and. Um here probably blokes it stand out.
0: Okay, last one from a guy called Grub of Hull. I thought you were a better bloke and better player than Brett. Did carrying him limit you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> <it> did <laughs> now um mate, I guess um yeah, it's been a hell of a journey. Um yeah, to have just one person in your family play first grade, but to have the... Yeah, your twin brother and yep. your best mate play and um, play for Australia, and New South Wales, do all that kind of stuff together. Um, yeah, in my eyes, and you know, I'm pretty biased, but I, I still think he's the best finisher um, that we've seen. Um, one of the best wingers of our generation, and um, yeah, it's you know, I'm, I'm happy for him to take the as the best in the uh, in the family because he.
0: He deserves it. <laughs> Get a Cattleman's India once again, cattleman'sbrewingco.com.au. Always a pleasure, J-Moz. Thanks for dropping in, mate, and answering some fan questions. Great to chat. Thanks,
1: Andy. It's always a pleasure and
0: good to see you, mate. There you have it another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. We're the podcast that doesn't talk about the legends of the game, we're the one that talks with them for you. Over the off-season, we've got three weekly podcasts. Tuesdays is Q&A Day. Your questions, their answers. You legends are in total control of the interview. Look out. Thursdays are interviews and or stories, talking with some of the game's finest, both past and present. Or we'll take a look back at a player, a year, a team or even a game and the imprint left on Rugby League. Then the weekend story comes out. You guessed it, on the weekend. We're moving away from footy for this one and chatting with friends I've met along the journey, all with amazing confrontational or emotional yarns. It proves you don't have to be a big name to have a big story. Before you go, we'd love for you to hit that five-star rating for us on the app you're listening on, On The Way Out. Write a review too, we'd love that. It helps us grow the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon.
1: Legends.